Hello, and welcome to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you in your daily walk with God. And now, here are some thoughts from our dad, Brad McClure. Hello, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. So glad you chose to join us once again this week on the podcast that is brought to you by, in part, by Cincy with Michelle and Maisie. That's my dog. Tell you a little bit about, about more about the scent of the week at the end. Did you catch the newsletter ad they put in there? You know how much I charged her for that? Nothing. Maybe dinner. That was about it. But hope you're uh, having a great week. Today I want to bring you some familiar verses. No, I, I, no, let me back up. I don't even want to edit this. What should be familiar verses that when I was just reading through them, I thought, how were these just not verses that are common in my mind? And it bothered me that I it wasn't common in my mind. It should be. Some of my listeners, maybe you say, hey, you know what? I know that verse. I got it memorized. That's great. I, I wish I did. Great passage. Listen to these verses in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. Because he sets it up this way. I love the setup. He says, for he that will love life, and see good days. Now that's old English, that's King James, but basically saying, hey, do you want to love life? Do you want to see good days in your life? Then here is some steps to take. Now I love that. If someone says, hey, you, you want to become a better writer? Take these seven steps. You want to become a better speaker? Here's eight things to do. You want to be a better dad or husband? Here's three top things to do. I am all over that. I'm clicking on that post. I'm clicking. I just, if it's something that I'm interested in, I'm going to click on that. And if Peter was writing a blog post that said, here are four things that you could do to love life and see good days. I'm all over that. And so how was I not as familiar as I am with some other scriptures with this passage. Because Peter says, if you want to love life and see good days, here's what you need to do. Inspired by God. And here's what he says. Number one, let him refrain his tongue from evil. If you and I want to live a good life, love life, we want to see good days, we've got to guard our tongue. And so I'm thinking about that 2,000 some years later. Is that still true? Now, I'm not doubting the inspiration of the Bible. I know it's still true, but I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here. Is that still true? And I think, you know what? It is. When I don't guard my tongue, it makes for a bad day. Let's, let's put ourselves through a scenario. Imagine waking up and you start your day with the, frustrated, sharp, hateful word to your spouse. How do you think that's going to be received? Maybe depending on the personality of your spouse, how do you think the comeback's going to be? Now, if you have the spouse that's at a, that's a, hey, I'm not going to take that. I'll come right back. It's going to get heated early. If you have another spouse that's maybe like, you know what? I'm going to take that, but you're going to pay later. <laughs> it's going to make for a bad day. All because we didn't guard our tongue. Our tongue is powerful. 
I've done other lessons on the tongue, but how the tongue can make or break a day. The, the tongue affects so much. And, and so Peter just simply says, if you want to love life, you want to see good days, ref, let him refrain or guard or discipline his tongue from evil. So today, when you're driving your car to work or you're coming home from work or whatever it may be, How's your speech? How are you talking to those that you love and those that you work with, those that you're around? You want to love life. You want to see some good days. Guard your tongue. Number two, he says, let's keep going. And his lips that they speak no guile. So he's going to double down. I think uh, he's doubled down on the thought of the tongue. So we are to refrain from evil and then with those same lips, don't speak any guile. Don't don't speak anything that's going to be that spews hatred and anger and and things like that. So he doubles down on the idea of the lips after the comma. There he continues with the thought about the tongue. And then he goes on. He goes and he says another thing. He says, "Let him eschew evil." Now we don't use the word eschew a lot, but he's saying avoid evil, avoid evil actions. Why? Because God despises evil. It's the opposite of his nature. God is holy and he hates sin and he hates evil. And you and I can't get caught up in the evil of our day. It reminds me of the passage in 1 John I was just reading through this morning a little bit. Love not the world. He's not saying don't love this planet that we live in, it's beautiful out the day that I'm recording this and I'm going to go out here in just a little bit and enjoy the sun and walk around and, and just enjoy the world, but not the world's system and philosophy and the sinful cultures. And if we want to live a good life and love life and see good days, we've got to avoid evil. We've got to guard our tongue. But then... He says something else. He continues. He says, and do good. Okay, so not only am I eschewing evil, but I got to do good. See, it's one thing just to say, well, you know what? I'm never going to do wrong. Okay, well, what are you going to do right? It's good to put guards up in your life, but do something good. Do something productive. Do something that's going to be helpful to others. See, the very nature of our Savior, Jesus Christ, is to give. The very nature of God is love, and love is the sacrificial giving of myself for others. And so if I'm going to live a life that I love, and if I'm going to have a good life and have good days ahead, not only say, oh, I keep all the bad stuff away, but how can I do good to others? So he says, I got to guard my tongue. Let me just read it again. Let him refrain his tongue from evil. Don't let my tongue get caught up in evil things. Boy, I think that could, let me back up real quick. That could go into debates on social media. Many different applications here, but let, his, let him refrain his tongue from evil. It says, and his lips that they speak no guile. So that deals with our tongue. I've got to guard my tongue if I want to live a good life, love life, and have good days. But then he says, I've got to eschew evil. I've got to just stay away from all the evil system. But while I'm keeping that away, I've got to do good. I've got to give. You can't be a hermit and enjoy life. I know 
I'm sitting here today at home alone with a dog that's running back and forth as I'm recording in a beautiful outside in the woods, and I'm thinking, I don't know about what I just said there, but it's true because part of who Christ in us is serving others. So do good. But then he says another thing. He says, let him seek peace. We got to try to stay at peace with others. If you want to live in a good life and love life, you got to be at peace with others. You say, well, that, that goes back to your point about just staying in your house in a nice wooded area and don't ever come out and deal with people. No, you're got to do good. You got to reach people. You got to minister to people. You got to, you're going to have to cross paths with people. And sometimes those people are going to hurt you and they're going to harm you. But you, instead of getting bitter and angry, that will destroy this thing. The principle here today is this. If you want to love life and see good days, you've got to seek peace. Because when you seek revenge, when you get bitter, and you retreat and you hold it in, you're not going to love your life and you're not going to have good days. You've got to seek peace. And not only seek peace, but he says, ensue it. It's an interesting word, ensue it. It means do whatever is necessary to keep peace. Now, I think about that passage in Romans that it says, as much as lieth in you. Live peaceably with all men. Some people just, hey, they love strife. They love drama. And as I love this little phrase, if I can get it right live on the podcast, it's something like this. You don't show how, don't, you don't, I didn't get it right right off the bat. You don't have to show up to every event of drama that you're invited to. I improvised a little bit. It's not the exact quote, but I love it. People want to invite you to drama all the time. I don't have to show up. But I do have to ensue peace. I have to I, I have to pursue it. I have to do whatever I possibly can within myself to seek peace. And once I've done everything I could possibly do, I can love life and I can see good days. And so here's the principle. There's where the period comes in. And so I'm going to read you one more verse in a minute, but but basically, the principle of today's podcast, if you want to love your life, I've said it a hundred times by now, but I want you to get it. I want While you're driving in your car to work right now, I want this to echo in your head. I want to love life. I want to see some good days. All right, guard your tongue. Avoid sin. Do good to others. Seek peace. That's what this passage is teaching. And if we can get those core principles down in our life, all of those stem from a proper relationship with God. If you're not walking with God, listen, you're not going to guard your tongue. If you're not walking in the spirit, you're not going to eschew or put away evil. If you're not walking in the spirit, you're not going to want to do good. And if you're not walking in the spirit, you're not going to want to seek peace. So I could have started this whole podcast by saying, walk in the spirit and you're going to have a good life. But that's not what Peter did. He broke it down. He made it practical. And I want to challenge you today. How's your tongue? What's your relationship with sin? Are you doing good to others? Are you at peace with others? 
Are you doing everything you can to be at peace with others? That's the key to seeing a good, to loving your life and seeing good days. The next verse as I close, he says this, and I like this. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. He sees what you're doing. He sees if you're pursuing this. And his ears are open to their prayers. You say, man, I need help. I, I'm struggling with with guarding my tongue. I'm struggling with the, the, with the temptation of sin. I'm struggling doing good. I'm struggling with bitterness. I love this. He says his ears are open to their prayers. But you don't take this advice. Here's what he says. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Okay. You say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I don't care what what Peter said. I don't care. I'm not clicking on the four things to do to enjoy it. I'm not going to do it. Okay. But know this. The face of the Lord is against you. And that's going to make bad days. That's going to make you not love life. Sin doesn't make you love life. Notice what he does not say. He doesn't say, hey, you want to love life and see good days? Embrace and live it up in sin. No, he actually says, here's four things. And if you don't do that, the face of the Lord will be against you. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I don't want the face of the Lord against me. And so I hope today, whether wherever you are, however you're listening to this podcast, that this would be a help to you. This should be encouragement to you. And let's strive to love life and see good days by walking with Christ displayed in four things. Let me say it one last time. Four things. Guard your tongue. Put away sin. Do good to others. Seek and ensue peace. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Stick around for the rambles. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the ramblings. Hope that podcast was an encouragement to you. I'll tell you what, I, I came to that passage late before I decided to record and a lot of the thoughts were coming as I was recording and it stirred, it helped me and I hope that it really helped you. Hey, I told you, we have a part-time kind of whatever you want to call it sponsors my wife she's now selling Scentsy on the side and our house smells like you're walking through a flower garden it's pretty amazing but today we have uh, this week we've had a variety we've got a new packet in we've been trying different things but this week our house kind of smells like or i should say today our house kind of smells like it's called Cactus Blossom. It actually smells really good. Cactus Blossom. So I feel like I'm in a Western right now. One of Michelle's helpers is Maisie, who is at my legs right now, waiting for me to come play with her. And uh, so there's some dog products on there as well. You can check all that out. Hey, we got several new readers to the newsletter this week. Appreciate, I think, three new ones that have signed up. So I appreciate each one of you that have signed up for the newsletter. I'm trying to get to 100. I think we're at like 68, 69 or something like that. And I do appreciate all of you that are a part of that. And I wrote last week about my encounter with an apex predator. It's about an eagle, but still sounded tough. And um, so just thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for your encouraging words and emails and text messages that you send me. 
it, it always makes a difference in my heart and always comes right when I need it. And I really appreciate that. So, hey, we'll see you back on Sunday with our next But God topic. We're going to be in Luke chapter 12 this week. Can't wait to study that together with you. So have a good week.